Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Okay. Are you okay, Annie? My favorite Michael Jackson song right there. Why am I playing this song? Because we had a birthday show a couple weeks ago. It is time for birthday show number two. Did I just play a birthday song for myself? You're damn right. Welcome to Sons of Slam Show. My name is Chris Mindell, birthday boy as of tomorrow, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. How are you, sir? Shout out to your 50th birthday. Shut up. Amazing milestone for you. You fucker. (laughs) You dirty, dirty fucker. It is not not 50, so shut up. Happy early birthday, buddy. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to birthday extravaganza tonight. Hell yeah. What do we do? AEW. All day, every day, they are returning back to the area this time, back to Prudential, to The Rock. Yes, sir. Uh, Newark. And we were heading to Dynamite slash Rampage. Wink. Wink, wink. Maybe Rampage. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's not live. Um, I, I can't wait for this, this main event that'll probably happen in the first match of the night with uh, Paige against Danielson. You think it's going to happen first or last? I, they like to do that, man, don't they? They like to just like put it like out there first and kind of set the tone for the night. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm dying. So I, I'm I wonder if it's getting old. Yeah, yeah, you are. I'm very. Um, I wonder if it's going to be like a TV time remaining type thing. But well, in that case, what do you got to do? The last forty-five minutes of Dynamite are going to be. Well, so there's this, no, this match is going over thirty easily. So there's no count out with this one. There's what no, I mean, that count. There's no, um, there's no timeout. Like as far as like twenty minute time, it's it's going till like someone wins the match. They made that stipulation. 
Really? Yes. So I didn't hear that. Yeah, let me let me get to. Uh, so While you look that up, I just want to point this out. Um, I have two facts, two funny facts in my life about uh, the song Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. Oh, sure. Please. The first one is yes. single-handedly mm-hmm. the greatest intro for a music video ever. <laughs> okay. Ever. Ever. He's walking through an alley. Yes. Walks into a bar. Uh-huh. And flings a quarter across a room full of people, perfectly into a jukebox, and that song starts playing. It's Michael. Greatest intro to a music video of all time. <laughs> it's Michael. Um, That's Michael. The that second was, thing was, but that was part I didn't of a movie. Know that was that was part of what? a movie. It was part of a movie. You knew that, right? Was it? Yeah. No, I don't know. Okay, that was part of a movie. Speaking of, starring Joe Pesci as well as the as the bad guy. Please go. Oh, please go look up. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, go. Please go look up yeah. uh, Moonwalker. Look up Moonwalker. It was a whole movie, and part of the movie was Smooth Criminal. Okay. Yeah. The reason why Chris said, speaking of Joe Pesci, is because yes. right before we got yeah, on, we realized right. that one of the greatest songs in the world is uh, made by the man Joe Pesci himself. It's called Wise Guy. If you ever get a chance, go listen to it. It's a banger. Okay? I can't believe you made a song. And the only thing I'm going to say, it's a bitches that it gets you. That's it. <laughs> Moving on. I think uh, the other should... thing about Smooth Criminal you have to was get that tattoo, I by the didn't. Way. You have to get that what? tattoo. You have to get that tattoo somewhere. So... It's the bitches that it gets. The bitches that it gets. Y o u s e. It's the bitches that it gets. Yes. If I was in Pittsburgh, it'd be at the bitches that it gets. <laughs> um, uh, the other thing about Smooth Criminal I wanted to say is I didn't know that was a Michael Jackson song at first. Oh God. Okay. That's how young I am. Really? I got introduced to the song Smooth Criminal by, uh, do you want to take a guess? Alien Ant Farm? Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> of course. You youngins. <laughs> Dirty youngins. Also, banger of music video. It is. It is, especially with the monkey. I'm pretty sure it's inside a wrestling ring, too. It's a, it's a, it is inside of a ring. Right? In just like, so you can always tell when a, when a video is kind of bootleg, when it's always, when it's all at one location. So it's all yes. at that, lo- that house in front of the, the front yard. Backyard wrestling ring, the sidewalk where the kid did the moonwalk. Um, yeah, so that was Alien, Alien Ant Farm with Smooth Criminal. Yeah, yeah great yeah. song. Yes. Um, this is the week, by the way, with uh, switching over to uh, a totally different station for, for Dynamite. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, I was about to announce, we are officially partnered with Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm. I'm. I will say this. We got right the now. Joe Rogan deal, and we are each moving out of our houses. <laughs> this, is, this is it. I will say this right now. This is. This will be the year. And I. I've said this in the past to you. And I. You know, full disclosure. Curtain revealing behind the curtain here. Uh, we. We have discussed moving the show to another platform. We've. We've said it time and time again. As far as moving it to, like iHeart to Spotify, like a, like a featured channel kind of thing. And mm-hmm. and the entire dynamic obviously would have to change of the show because we don't have to pay for music rights. You know, we play whatever song we want at the beginning of the show. Our damn intro has a song that hasn't been cleared. Come on, I mean, "Slam" by Onyx. Uh, I'm sure I could. I'm sure they're doing nothing now. I'm sure I could call them and just be like, "Listen, we're using your song." We've gotten episodes taken down because of the music. We, that we have played, had, episodes. and we don't stop unless <laughs> people start paying us. <laughs> Or they require money from us, and then we'll stop. So until exactly. then, until then, we'll keep playing the music. But all that to be to be said is, at some point in this year, I'm looking. We are looking to move this to a platform where 
unfortunately, we're going to have to get rid of all that stuff and, and do the generic podcast music song at the beginning of each show. Um, that's what that's what I like about doing this as someone who DJs, MCs. I like being able to come with each episode with a new song. Um, that's not going to happen this year if, if we kind of move to that platform. So until then, we'll still be doing this. But once we move to bigger and better things, then we'll get rid of have to get rid of that and move on. All that to say, take it in while it lasts. Take it while it lasts. Yes, because we're we're moving on up to the east side. Today is uh, TBS debut of Dynamite on TBS, and there's a bunch of cool matches as we mentioned: Page versus Danielson, uh, Soho Ruby Soho versus Jade Cargill to be the first TBS champion. Uh, yep, I still think that's Jade Cargill uh, uh, because she's I call it the. AEW equity. She's put it in. <laughs> um, uh, Jurassic Express challenging the Lucha Bros for the tag team titles. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a night, man. Barn burner. <laughs> Barn hopefully. burner. Barn burner of a night. Um, let's get into things outside the ring before we get into what happened this this past weekend. Uh, you got anything? Uh, I got a couple things. Speaking of dynamite really quick mm-hmm. um, in AEW. The Young Bucks took to Twitter and decided to, well, not decided, they revealed that Matt Jackson has COVID. Oh, man. So there's one down for tonight. We are going to be minus a buck. <laughs> so it's half a Young Bucks. Like our pockets. Like our pockets after tonight. Minus a buck. Minus a, minus a lot of bucks. Um, minus a hundred. Minus, uh, that's it? <laughs> I don't know. Merchandise. After the merch stand. Merch I don't know. Just call me. Merch is calling me. I don't me. know. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else? Um, I think I think uh, Owens has it too, right? Kevin Owens. We, yes, Owen, Owens also has it. So people be dropping like flies. Seth Rollins did just have it, and we'll get into him and some day one spoilers in a couple minutes. Hmm. The other thing I have also on the AEW front, um, you don't have Sarah McLaughlin queued up, do you? I should have probably told you that before we started the show. Uh, which which song? The the song. The song, you know, the adoption song? Uh, the adoption song. Um, you know what? <laughs> oh, good Lord. Oh, good Lord. It is with great sadness. Oh, oh. We're going there. That I have to reveal that. Um, <laughs> Ty Conti is officially off the market. Uh, her and Sammy Guevara are officially a thing. Oh. Um, they posted that they had a New Year's kiss. Um, no. Bra- <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. I'm so happy for them. This is a lot harder than I thought. That one got me. <sighs> what other kind of fucking sound effects you got in that thing? I'm just going through all my samples. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Okay, that's right. also in there somewhere. Right, it's somewhere in there. I can't take that song anymore. <laughs> so yeah, and it's either that or they're working all of us. So you know, take with it what you will. Kayfabe is not dead, brother. Mm. And that I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm lost for words. I'm sorry for you. I really am. It's, not a lost for words. It's it sucks. Um, I'm but, not crying right now. I did just wake up and yawn. So yeah, yeah we'll go with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I have to mention also I just saw it, saw it this morning before we logged on um, the Jacksonville Jaguars speaking of uh, AEW and 
the relationship with Tony Khan, whose father owns the Jaguars. Um, the fans of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I forgot his name. I, again, I should have done research. We do a show. But the fans have been looking to get rid of, uh, like the Khan would get rid of their general manager. Mm-hmm. And they are planning for their last game of the season, who they, they play against the Colts, which they're going to get their ass kicked. They're mm, planning. That's not true. The Colts? The Colts against the Jaguars. The- the Colts have had two wins in the past five years, or the past ten years, are, are, in Jacksonville. In Jacksonville. Do you understand right now that they're, they're, what the streak they're on right now as far as uh, their win streak? Hold on. Please hold. Yo, listen. The Jets have beaten Tom Brady. In New... <coughs> excuse me. Oh, excuse you. Jeez. You right there? <laughs> He's got the cough button. All right, so then I'm going to talk. Um, they are compa- Anyway, fans are coming, are planning on coming... To the game, two wins. That's all I had to say. <laughs> the fans are. Oh shit! Good God, fans are I coming. Put those things down. Yeah, it's, it's the weed. The fans are coming. It's not weed. <laughs> you can always tell. Allegedly. By the way, allegedly, you always tell when you're you're either high or when you're like coming off a high because you're you're more energetic this morning uh, in recording than yeah. than you normally are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back to my birthday episode. I'm good, like, hey man, good it's God, all good. Yeah. <laughs> It was a very Cheech and Chong episode for you. Um, for the both of us. For the both. For you mostly. Uh, they're planning on Is coming. Is that a toothpick? <laughs> they're planning on coming in clown outfits. In con. Clown. Clown. I'm trying to say. Clown. 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 The pen. Con. What? Con outfits. Clown outfits. Uh, yeah, they're all coming in with red noses um, because they think that the organization is a joke. So oh, but that. that's funny that they're coming in clown outfits because in um, Indiana, oh no, that's a Pat McAfee thing. Never mind. I was going to say it's a, it's actually a Pittsburgh thing. To, uh, you know how Pat's smacked down, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so if you from, say if you say clown with a Yinzer accent, what does it sound like? Say it, clown, clown, <laughs> clown. Where is he from, by the way? Pat. Yes. Born and raised in Pittsburgh, PA. That, so that is a, a That's, Pittsburgh accent that he's got going on? Yes. Dun, he can. Yeah, yeah, but he, like, accentuates it on purpose. Yeah, and he, uh, yeah, he's, but I'm pretty sure at this point, by him accentuating it on purpose, it's just his accent. Okay. Perfect example. You know who else is a broadcast announcer who is also a Yinzer from Pittsburgh, who currently lives in Pittsburgh? Corey Graves. Oh. Corey Graves and Pat McAfee were went to rival high schools at the same time. Gotcha. Fun fact. Fun fact. And now and Elias went to the same school as Pat McAfee, and one of Pat's friends used to be friends with uh, Elias. That's oh, sweet. The more you know. Small world. Uh, the Colts are 9-7. and seven. That's that's fine, dude. They're, they're second in the AFC. The Patriots uh, have won a Super Bowl the same year that the fucking Jets have beat them. The, the Jaguars suck. I think we should. so do the Jets. Okay, twenty dollars. I got uh, I got the Colts. I am not willing to take okay. that. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost too much money to you. Okay, <laughs> just Venmo me now. <laughs> just Venmo me now. The twenty bucks will call it a day. All right. Anyway, uh, uh, digress. Um, speaking of Tony Khan. Uh, he had a couple words on uh, on the Twitters, apparently, uh, where he was responding to Big Swole and her comments about Tony Khan. Yeah. Um, she had mentioned that uh, she left, uh, which seemed on like amicable terms a couple uh, months ago, and she basically came out saying that uh, 
there's no diversity within AEW. To which then Tony Khan, uh, <laughs> Tony Khan then basically said, uh, we have, and then proceeded to rattle off a bunch of names of people who are colored. <laughs> and then, uh, including Tony Khan, Tony kind Khan. of. Well, he is. I mean, not, <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean, though, right? Yeah, maybe. What, what do you mean? Explain yourself. Tony Khan is not a white man. No, he's not. That's my point. Okay. She's talking about the lack of diversity. Meaning, her, meanwhile, both of her two bosses are like, right. oh, right, 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 diverse, right. But I, I mean, I'm sure she was referring to people on camera. Yes, that's that's absolutely true. So big swole but to bring Tony into this is kind of like, hey, what? Uh, well, it, it didn't help what he said though. I mean, I, I will I will say that. So he did his tweet, which I found. He said uh, this was on December 31st, on so New Year's Eve. The top two AEW execs are Brown, me and Mega, Jade, Bowens, Caster, Dante, Nyla, Isaiah, Mark Quinn. All won on TV this month. The TBS title tournament has been very diverse. I let Swole's contract expire as I felt her wrestling wasn't good enough. Hashtag AEW Rampage Street Fight Tonight. Which we're going to get into in a Un- second. Unnecessary. <laughs> unnecessary to throw out the Swole contract because she wasn't good enough. Not- Completely unnecessary. Um, it was a big heel move. That was a big heel move. That was a big dick move. He's very sensitive, apparently. Um, and so I, I have to take uh, umbrage with what he said because it's. I understand he's trying to defend his company, and you get a little sensitive when your product is being thrown out there in a negative light. But he can. He could have laid out the names as far as all the people. He could have. He could have put everything that he said into that comment mm. except the contract piece of it yeah there was no need that was that was a very, and it would have been perfectly okay that was very i mean even mcmahon hasn't done some shit like that like he, he just he could have just let that go um, yeah the biggest thing mcmahon did was brett screwed brett name another bigger bigger publicly mm. <laughs> never mind we don't got time for that right now all right, all right. <laughs> we don't got any time for that all right so um that was Tony Khan, and then uh, Power Powerhouse Hobbs took to Twitter. Coming to his defense. Coming, coming to Tony's defense. He said, quote, Tony works hard in hand. I'm sorry. Try it again. Tony works hand in hand with people of color on the roster all the time about their story ideas, input, matches, etc. Not every idea works, but every idea is listened to and valued. My personal voice has been heard, and I've put, had input for m- many of my opportunities. As a black male, I plan on using my voice to do what I can to make sure that this company is diverse. I'm also very aware that diversity comes in many forms. Women, black, Latinx, East Asian, South Asian, Southeast Asian, LGBTQ+, and more. The more, more diversity, equity, and inclusion we can build in wrestling, the more fans we can engage with, and the more fun we can all have together. End quote. Okay. Good for powerhouse hubs. You, you look like you're sticking up for his boss. You look like you something to say. Was this his comments? Everything you just said was a quote from Powerhouse Hobbs? He did, did go on to say, AEW is a young company led by, by people of color heading in the right direction. I'm proud to be a part of that momentum, and I know my colleagues stand beside me when I say that. Will Hobbs. Who used the term Latinx? Because this is where I take umbrage with it. That's what he said. That's what's in the quote. He used the term Latinx. That's what's in the quote. He said, women, black, Latinx, <clears throat> East Asian, South Asian, Southeast Asian, LGBTQ. Guy, that 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 word means nothing. Okay, Latinx just sounds like a, a knockoff Kleenex. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
you talk to anybody who is a Latin American, mm. they're going to say that makes no sense. What is Latinx? What is, what is Latinx supposed to be? Latinx is, is a term that has been coined by the... How do I want to put this lightly? A term that's been coined by the... Gen Zers. Okay. I guess is the, is the lightest way I could put it. It's been coined by people who get offended on the internet. Because they think that making it just one specific gender is not right meanwhile the basis of the uh spanish language is based in gender assignments for words i mean it's it's all over the the googles as far as it's obviously all over the google because everybody's starting to use it nowadays i I tell my grandparents about this and they go what the fuck does that mean it's all over the googles let me finish hold on it's all over the googles in a negative light that latins are trying to get rid of that term thank you i should have let you finish instead of going on my rant (laughs) but still like i i just yeah i don't know it is apparently it is apparently a term that uh that, For lack of a better term, it's been coined by white people. It, it's been coined by white people. Um, it, it's it's not really like a a negative like racist term. It's just it's ge- no, it's not. It's, it's supposed to generic... overcorrect racism too much. Right, gender. You get it. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yes, it is an overcorrection. Moving on. We, we've gone Thank down, you. We've gone. Down I'm just going to dig myself into more. <laughs> we've gone down this this path too long here. Uh, that was Tony Khan. Uh, we talked about what's happening tonight with with uh, Rampage and Dynamite. Uh, let's see here. But up, up, but up, up. Kevin Rollins. Uh, Excuse me. Just re- wrestling two days ago with COVID, apparently. Excuse me. Kevin Rollins. Kevin Owens. There you go. I was waiting for you to get it first. I should you combine people and just <laughs> make them one person. They at this yeah. point. Did you play football as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> I, I might have CTE. Um, <laughs> you should get that checked. Kevin Owens uh, apparently has the COVID, and his wife. Next uh, thing you know, Chris is going to be storming off the set just by <laughs> flinging all of his headphones, his microphone, taking off his shirt, <laughs> waving to the crowd, gonna, waving to the crowd, do some, doing a Randy Orton pose. I'm going to do some jumping jacks. <laughs> Can we talk? We don't have that much time this week. Can we talk about that really quick? Holy shit! And then I am going to come onto the microphone the next week and go. Uh, I don't want to take any more questions about that. Chris is no longer a son of slam. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. And then I will ter- I will start a show called Sons of Slams. <laughs> Just add the S at the end. Uh, can we talk about that really, really quick? Um, sure. The New York Jets, the New York Metropolitan Jets taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In MetLife. At MetLife. And <laughs> third quarter happened and Antonio Brown lost his mind. And took off his gear, took off his shoulder pads, helmet. There was uh, apparently someone uh, trying to talk him down off the ledge. He was done. Um, apparently, story. There was twenty different stories to come out of figurative what, ledge that he got talked down from. Figurative to point that. Um, out. Yeah, I don't know if there was a ledge at the stadium that he was on the field. Um, there were uh, several stories to come out as to why uh, this happens. The one I seen the most. Was that Bruce Arians, uh, head coach for the Bucks, uh, wanted him to sit out a couple plays because uh, his other receiver was just doing better. He was like, "No, I want to play." 
He started walking off. He said, come back here. Uh, he was like, nope. He said, come back here again. He said, nope. And that was it. And I then, heard the opposite report. Okay. I heard that Bruce Arians wanted him to go in, but uh, See, I heard that. maybe didn't feel I, I that heard. he was fully healthy I heard enough the, to go in. Well, I heard that, but then uh, I heard that's when it led to the other part of it, was that he had, mm. he had the receiver go in, and then uh, he walked off the field, took off his shoulder pads, threw his shirt and gloves into the crowd, went off shirtless into the end zone, waving at the crowd, uh, doing jumping jacks in the end zone, and then giving the peace sign and, and running out. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, we are witnessing... Insanity. Um, the evolution of CTE in the flesh. <laughs> in the... You know what? It might be the most true thing you've ever said. Um, I think so. <laughs> it might be the most true thing you've ever said. You remember uh, that hit that that he had a couple years ago in Pittsburgh? Yeah. When he got smoldered to yes. the ground? Yes. At the beginning of the end. I think that was uh, – people were pointing to that as being, hey, this might not have been the best of a hit, and he might have had a couple brain cells knocked loose. <laughs> That's a that's an interesting career, man. Like it just, you see, like and that seems to happen. Like when you see like guys like this, uh, start off their career just you know at the bottom, like everybody else, and then they they have success, and then they can go one of two ways. You can you can be successful and have a long career and and be revered and respected, or go down your own road and just kind of make a path that nobody wants to be a part of. And There's he, a third way, please. The Terrell Owens way, which is. You could be the greatest at your craft and still have outside, uh, still be a prima donna outside the field and then still have longevity in the business. So that's not Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. No. And I hate that people are comparing Antonio Brown with Terrell Owens. How dare you, sir? (laughs) You're talking about a 49er great right there. I mean, I think it's more of the the kind of persona itself but he's yeah i mean he's bounced around from from team to team just like antonio brown um the difference being is that right now uh, towards the end of terrell owens career he was waning as far as his skill set antonio brown is yeah. still at the peak of his career and is acting like a total douchebag and mm-hmm. so he, he went from pittsburgh to uh las, las vegas oakland at the time oakland uh didn't even get to play because apparently his helmet was too small he bitched about everything he got cut um Signed on to New England. This is all after his um, his uh, domestic uh, abuse case was going down. Mm-hmm. Um, signed on with New England. Uh, Belichick took a chance on him. Played a game. All this stuff came out as far as the domestic abuse was cut from them. And then uh, Tom Brady took him in. Basically said like uh, tried to be like a big brother <laughs> with him and Gronk. Tried to make a super team. It worked out for all of five seconds. He was suspended for three games uh, due to having a fake vaccine card. That's always genius. And then um, you have to know that they're going around everywhere. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then this this outbreak happened uh, this past Sunday. So that is your arc. I don't see him playing for another team ever again. Tom Brady's still kind of a big brother to him because if you look at that that uh, post game press conference, yeah, no, he was very. Stand up, sympathetic. <laughs> yes, he was very sympathetic towards uh, Antonio Brown. Just uh, Arians was not. <laughs> he quickly was like, "He's no longer a buck." Even though right now, technically, he did not. Uh, they did not put the um, the waiver in for his release, so he technically he's still a member of the Bucks. So until that officially mm. happens with the NFL offices, uh, he's still a buck. But Arians uh, quickly on the uh, post game 
postgame presser was like, uh, yeah, you know, he's he's no longer a Buck. Moving on. The Bucks could just hold his rights. This way, he can't sign with anyone can't, else can't ever. Another another playoff team coming, you know, just like jumping on another team. That's, exactly. Imagine uh, with uh, Aaron Rodgers on the Packers. Uh, that would never happen. That would never happen. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers would go to anybody else. <laughs> Fair enough. Aaron Rodgers would get Terrell Owens out of fucking retirement. Fair enough. Speaking of which, Terrell Owens did come out and say that he is, he's, he was like, hey, I'm, I'm still in shape. I'm here. You guys need someone. <laughs> I can here. run a route or two and let's, get a Super Bowl. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, I don't see that happening. Um, no. Uh, anything else before we move on? Uh, that's all I have outside of the ring, my friend. All right. Let's do day one into Raw, into NXT really quickly here. Just bust through all this stuff here. Um, day one was good <laughs> I, yes. I i enjoyed day one um it was not a good sign we're sitting there watching this and it's not a good sign when the very first match of the year you get a broken nose that doesn't that doesn't help anybody <laughs> and so rich yeah rich holland God, damn man i mean this guy can't catch a break to save his life every <laughs> time he gets close it's just... even snip sniffs a push this this push here first of all this it's either that or they told him to go break his nose on purpose so both him and Sheamus can wear face masks. Sure. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I will sacrifice my face to uh, have some sort of stupid gimmick. Um, it, it's, it seems like he was destined for what Braun Breaker has now. Is now. Has now, right. Yes. He going up to Raw diminishes you and, and takes you 50 steps back. To not only start all over again, but you have to establish yourself with the fans who have absolutely no idea who you are. And that, it's that, also because the announcers won't make mention of who you are. Exactly. They, there's, there's NXT is is a non-entity to all announcers, which makes absolutely no sense. Where the hell do these people come from? And so yeah. for the ten percent of people that actually do know who, who these people are, like I will refer back to the the Holiday Tour show, uh, which is Pete Dunne versus uh, Tommaso Ciampa in a in a NXT title match which was just a kind of a throwaway to fill in the gap of all the people that had covid i um, hate you for swerving me too you asshole <laughs> oh my god pete done one like get the hell out of here at a house what a show. dick not that it hasn't happened before but come on. aj styles won the wwe <laughs> championship just, at madison square garden house show i just <laughs> it, it has happened before um but no he did he did not win uh tomaso champion won but all that to say is that the of the people that were actually in that arena which i mentioned were not a lot um I mean, the match was was good because it's the two of them, but nobody really knew who they were. Um, so when you when you have these people come up, like Ridge Holland, they're starting from the bottom, and now they're not here yet because they still have to work that shit up. So when you have someone like that who is dominant NXT, who is on that same path for, for a title run, and then you bring him up, you put him up with Sheamus, he gets his nose broke by Ricochet. Like It was just a, such a freak accident move. Uh, Some might say he took a... Ricochet shot. But on paint pop up Thanks, I'll be here all week Mar- with the waiters. Marinate that crap. Um so try the veal. Seamus still won all by himself, which was interesting. Uh he, he won the uh this this pre show match. But the the big the big uh story here is that Ridge Holland got his nose cracked by Ricochet's heel. And that was not a pretty sight. And you just saw immediately blood gush out of his nose and he was out for the remaining of the remainder of the match. Uh, 
Usos. I do want to point this out before we move on yes. about the whole pay-per-view in general. Mm-hmm. I want to say that this day one was still better than a bad TLC. Would you agree with that? This day one was better than a bad TLC. Yes. Because this essentially replaced TLC, which I'm very pissed about, but it brings back the... Um, I still would have liked that. The necessity of a TLC match. Right. The the heat of a TLC match. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. If we get a TLC match, hey, right? The Edge and The Miz have only gone, what? This up at the Royal Rumble is going to be number two. Mm-hmm. So after maybe we get WrestleMania, TLC match, mm. blow off. Oh, bring he it did back. it the first time. Bring it back with, to the ordinance. That's where that's where it started. Exactly, he did it the first time with uh, uh with Seth mm-hmm. in Saudi. Seth, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, Seth. Now he can bring back another match like that. If Edge single handedly brings back the gimmicked squash uh, uh, rubber match, I will be. I will go on to say that anything he's done in the past year and a half was better than anything in the previous 10. Well, 10? Really? I mean, seven of those were out, so yeah, I'm okay <laughs> so with that. Okay. <laughs> so in the last now two years that he's been back. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 2020, technically. Yeah, no, he came back in 2020 at uh, Rumble before everything was shut yeah. down. That was like the last ma- yeah. major event. Uh, crash. Right into the ground. Yep, uh, Usos defeating New Day to retain their titles. Uh, hell of a match, man! That was insane. shout out to the finish, which was that. That was it. Was a it's called a one D, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> which was technically a three D out of nowhere. Which is technically a three D. Uh huh. But shout out to that, and shout out honestly to the Dudley Boys for having that finish protected so much and so well that the Usos can use it and they still win from it. The uh, dude, people do a tombstone pile driver, which is like the nail in the coffin for an Undertaker match, and motherfuckers are kicking out. Still of it. kicking out. <laughs> That's crazy. It's insane. Um, McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. If you notice that most of these matches uh, were long, because there's really nobody to <laughs> in the back to uh, actually fight. Mac, I give credit to Madcap Moss because he had he had a really good match on Raw. And then coming into this match, we thought that this was going to be a short one. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know because I think they're trying to push uh, Moss uh, more so than they are with uh, with Corbin. I think he's going to be a breakout. And so this this was a really good match, and McIntyre did win, though. I think that this match went longer than it was supposed to. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's because of something that we haven't mentioned yet. Unless you want to save it. Okay. good. So about six or seven hours before day one went live, uh, Roman Reigns posted on his Twitter that uh, he tested positive for COVID. He yearns. And he yearns to perform, but due to the situation, I don't have it in front of me, but yearn was definitely in that vocabulary. It was the second, second word in the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah, I yearn to perform were the first four words out of his mouth on Twitter. Uh-huh. But speedy recovery to Roman. We know he's in the immunocompromised uh, section yeah. of the guidelines. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hope he makes speedy recovery. And judging by from what Brock Lesnar said, he's going to be on Friday Night SmackDown. So 
that changed the traje- trajectory of the entire there night. Is, there it is. And that's why I think this match got a little more burn than it was supposed to. Got it. I mean, it's, it was still still worth it. It was it was a good match. Absolutely. Uh, RK Bro defeating uh, Street Profits uh, to retain. Uh, Edge versus The Miz with a really good match with a weird ending. Um, it, w- it was kind of just like... Weird? Yeah. It was, it was weird in that Maurice is a little awkward outside the ring. And mm. then... that to, Let's start with that. And then you saw Miz on the, on the mat facing Maurice. And then he's looking at the ramp and pointing to the ba- like back behind her. And you just see Beth Phoenix standing there. Mm-hmm. Like no music, no nothing. She's just standing there. And then, and then all of a sudden her music hit. So wouldn't it be the other way around? The music hits, like Maurice is going through her shit, music hits. That would be the bigger pop, not her standing there just like, what are we, was she waiting for the music? And then all of a sudden she comes marching out. It was kind of, that was okay. weird. It was weird in that, that sense. <clears throat> they relied more on camera tricks than they did uh, the pop for the music. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't play. It, he, they, it could have easily been Maurice on the apron trying to distract the ref, and then boom, Glamazon music hits. Right. I'm not going to lie. I was very, not impressed, but I was very satisfied with the way that they produced that part of the match. Okay. I wasn't mad at it because I it, it, the problem you have is that the fans still are going to look. Sure. I mean, so as soon as she comes out, if the camera's not on her, the fans are going to be looking away from whatever's going on. And then they're going to pop. Well, they didn't make mention of it until Miz is like looking down there pointing it, and then all of a sudden that's when fans started looking. But if you if you're standing, if you're sitting opposite of the ramp and you see like someone standing there, obviously you're going to be like it's going to be like a slow hum of people like, "Oh my god, there's there's someone there. There's someone there. It looks like Beth." But when you're sitting at home watching it as a fan, you're kind of like, what the hell's going on? And then all of a sudden, the camera shoots, and there she, there she just standing there. It just it 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 wouldn't it didn't play. I'm just picking and choosing here as far as being very picky. It's it, it would have played better if the music hit, and then she came out. It came running out and attacked Maurice. By the, the way, the Maurice would have been bigger. Pop would have been a lot bigger. And uh, I give them creativity points. Is what I want to say. I got it. All right. Um, I give them none because it just looked like shit. But I will say that Maurice looked like hot as hell and good. You know what? Good for her. Oof. Bravo, bravo, Maurice. After two kids, good for you. Yeah, right? Let's say it together. One, two, three. Oof. Oof. Um, <laughs> oof. So good. Uh, that is leading to, which led to Raw uh, this past Monday, uh, which is now leading to a mixed tag team, which that, we knew that was going to happen. Uh, Miz and Maurice versus Edge and uh, Beth Phoenix. Seems like we've kind of seen this story before i don't know what you're talking about right uh, <laughs> someone with the last name who is spanish for dinner no uh, i thought that would have went over better a uh, john cena <laughs> <Nicky Bella. laughs> for dinner <laughs> yes we've seen this before <laughs> his name doesn't mean dinner in spanish i'm just saying <laughs> we have seen this before uh hopefully it doesn't end the same way becky lynch there are kids involved. That's what I'm saying. Becky Lynch. There's children. There's damn it. Children. Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan. I give Morgan credit because, uh, honestly, and I said this while we're watching it, uh, who had Liv Morgan as the last person standing in the Riot Squad? Not me. 
not me in the least bit. Uh, I would have I would have picked her first to go, and then maybe Sarah no. Logan and Ruby Riot. Honestly, I could have. You could have seen her I as could, the last person could, standing. Back in the day, I could have seen her being the last woman standing in the Riot Squad. I, I mean, she I, has that Trish factor. Think about it. I I, I see that, but I'm not saying she, she's a bad wrestler because she's not. Um, I, I just of the three of them, I would have thought that obviously Ruby Riot would have been the one that they kind of. I mean, the, the faction was named after her. So I know. Yeah, that was the likely choice. Right, right. But then when, <laughs> once they inevitably break up, like they all do, that she would have kind of been, everyone else would have been fired and she would have been still with the company. Anyway. All of them except for the New Day. Digress. Uh, Becky Lynch wins, uh, pinning Liv Morgan to retain. Um, she's, she's just not ready. I mean, you could you could have her as a champ. I feel like if Liv Morgan had this belt, it would be another Nikki Ash situation all over again. She's she's trying. Oh, to I think it would have been better than Nikki Ash. I don't think so because she would have been because you're not relying so much on a superhero fucking gimmick. True, but you also you are relying on the underdog gimmick, which is so played out. Um, like I can beat you. I, don't tell me I can't do this. I, I you know I have the fortitude to be able to push through. I, I'm tired of that. I, right I'm now, not. she's better in the chase spot. Yes, which funny enough, and I'll, I'll, we'll get to the the last match here, which we could. I know exactly next. what you're going to say, and I agree with you 100. Uh, percent uh, Bully Ray, what do you think I was going there? Oh, I did not see. What Bu- you were so say. Bully Ray commented. On, oh, okay, no, I I know. Okay. Yeah. So Bully Ray commented yeah. on Big E, and uh, we'll get to that. I'm, I'm leaving that there as a tease. Uh, we had our fatal five way now with Big E, Lashley, Owens, Rollins, and Brock Lesnar. This match, while I enjoyed the carnage of it all, um, I did not in the moment like the ending. I did not like how it ended. I did not like who won. I was I pulled the, the girl with the folded arms at the Miz look. It's the best way you can do it on audio. <laughs> And Lashley, uh, Lashley also sounds like a fart. I also love. <laughs> I love. I <laughs> always love when they when anyone spears somebody else through that barricade near the ring ring uh, table. I love that yeah. spot. I don't know what it is. It's something with that just the collapse of that wall that they they always use that spot because obviously there's nobody there. There's no fans there. But I love how the timekeeper and the and the other people just magically get it. They well, just know to get out of the way. Well, because, oh my god, they're not there. Holy so, shit. Okay, so there's a, there's a six foot five. Huge, gigantic uh, juggernaut of a man standing in front of you, and there's a wall. You know what's coming next, and you see Lashley yeah, on, the, yeah. on the opposite end. <laughs> you see another yeah. another juggernaut chasing a juggernaut, coming at him full force. You know what's about to happen. So yeah, get the hell out of the way <laughs> and just let the wall collapse. Uh, even with that, um, how many F fives and how many suplexes were hit on on Owens and Rollins? I feel like they were like an afterthought in this match. Uh, Big E kind of, sort of was in this, but it was really Lashley and and uh, and Lesnar kind of going at it with, with this thing. Um, yeah. Notice that Lashley didn't get the pin, didn't didn't get the uh, the pin for the loss. Um, I don't think that Big E should have taken it. I don't think Big E should have taken it either. I think uh, you had you had three other people in that ring. You could have you could have picked somebody. And I agree with every single thing that Bully said. So Bully Ray said that Big E is better in the chase role uh, for the belt. Okay, yes. 
That I wasn't talking about that specifically, but that's, I do. Agree that's what with I was that. talking about. So Biggie, right now he is better in the chase role. I I tend to agree with that. Go ahead. What was what was the thing you were going to say? So Bully had mentioned it, and I'm pretty. Sure, I might have brought it up to Steven that um, Biggie got introduced before Brock. Yeah. Yep. That's just a in in my eyes. No, granted, disrespect. Not a wrestler. Disrespect. But it is crazy disrespect to the champion. Yep. And they kind of like tipped their cap to what was going to happen in the end. Right. Why wouldn't you have stupid Brock Lesnar let have Brock come out first? Yeah. yeah. And then just stand in the corner of the ring and have everybody come out and have to cower around him. Yep. Builds him up, builds Big E as being a champion. But you bring out Big E fourth. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm pretty sure what Bully had said was you can. It, you're you're saying by by bringing out Big E fourth in a fatal five way, and he's the champion. You're saying that he is bigger than Seth. He's bigger than Kevin. Mm-hmm. He's bigger than Bobby, but he's not bigger than Brock. And what does that leave you going into the match with? You go, oh, Brock Lesnar probably gonna fucking win this right. match. Right. And I was not that upset. I was a little shocked. I would say that Bo- that that Brock won. I was even more shocked that Biggie took the pin. Why couldn't you just have? Why you couldn't you Rollins. have Kevin take it? Uh, you had Rollins. You had you had Owens. Anybody else could have taken that that pin. Bobby and Biggie should. Those are the two people who should not have taken the pins. Right. Because it would hurt their uh, character going forward. But but Kevin and Seth. They could take pins all day long all, and still be over as fuck. All day long. <laughs> all day long. Yeah, it, it, it didn't make any sense. Um, I, that's the, the one – well, not the one thing. That was the one of two main things that I did not like about this match. And like I, said, I mentioned before, I did not like that Lesnar won. I feel like it's a, it's a cop-out. I feel like, especially in the situation where you had him thrown into this match where he had nothing to do with it to begin with and giving him the belt – kind of ruins what you had now kind of stepping back giving it a couple days i love the move yep i I love the move and it's 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 so it's so weird (laughs) it's just like in the moment like oh we're doing this shit again great now i i I have to admit i love the move and go ahead how does this play out so here's here's why i love the move i love the move because they announced he's gonna be he was on raw Mm -hmm. not only was was he on raw but we have reunited, and it feels so good with him and Heyman. Yeah, and not only do, all is right in the world. All right is now. right. All is right in the wrestling world for for Raw because they, this is what Vince predicted for 2015. Like this is what he wanted to happen <laughs> wanted. in like 20. This is how his 2016 had came out on paper. The only good Roman thing, as the Roman as a champion on SmackDown. Right. Paul Heyman and Brock with the WWE title on Raw. This is this such is, good shit. <laughs> this is your. <laughs> yeah, this it is good shit. It, it, this is this is your your lead up to Mania. Um, will be this entire storyline. So you have Lesnar, you have Heyman on Raw, which they needed that. I mean, if if there was nothing else, you had Fox was salivating for the fact that they had Lesnar and Reigns on the same show, and and the best thing you could have possibly done was to establish that storyline, even if it was mm-hmm. a, even if it was a mistake. This was this was a happy mistake because of COVID. You had that storyline established. Had to switch over to Raw, which now, on, if you go on WWE.com, he's officially on the roster for Raw. 
But Happen- he's also a free agent. Okay, go on. He's well, no, technically now he's 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 raw. Air quotes raw. Um, there you go. Uh, he goes on the sh- on the pay per view, wins the belt, establishes that he has his, his advocate again. Not only does he establish that Paul Heyman is is back on the mic, who had like a kind of a face moment on Raw, uh, giving big ups. Oh no, Paul's a babyface now. Apparently, so probably, because he was with Brock. Was Brock so, is right. a babyface, so, so Paul's a face. So so that's what you do. You have to like now. You have to big up uh, other wrestlers like like he did with Big E. Um, couldn't kiss his ass enough. So, but you have that now going forward. You're going to have this match with Lashley, which is going to be. I, I'm now very excited for this match at Rumble because it's the first time they're meeting. I now feel that he's going to have a very short term stay with this belt, mm-hmm. give it up at some point to Lashley or whoever it was, and and I I'm going to get into who was actually supposed to win the match, um, and then have this this program with with him and Lesnar and uh, Reigns at Mania. So you have yeah, I- you have champ versus champ going on right now. This is this is ideal. I think the champ versus champ runs to Mania. Okay. And I think that Brock loses. I don't want to see a unification belt. I want to see a Becky Lynch type situation. Okay. Right? And also think about it. Roman Reigns I'm thinking. is the number two wrestler in the world right now. Mm. And part of the thing, why he wasn't number one, it wasn't anything that he did, but more stuff that he didn't acquire. And the reason why Kenny was number one was, I'll say partially due to the fact of this belt collector gimmick. And I think that the powers that be at WWE realized how big that could be. And they're going to have their version of a belt collector. Hmm. I would love to see. I don't want to see it made into one belt. I want to see Roman with two belts. Remember, what was it, 2012? When they decide to decided to unify the WWE and the World Heavyweight Championship, that Jer- Jericho when no, it was 2012. No, that was 2002. Right. You talk about that? No, no, no. I'm talking about with uh, when Brian. Remember, Brian had both belts at one point. Yeah. Randy Orton, John Cena. Pretty sure that was 2012. Okay. Somewhere around that age. Mm. Shit, that's 10 years ago right now. Fuck. That's crazy. That's I don't crazy. want to think about that. All right, back to wrestling. <laughs> Stuff that makes me happy. I, yeah, I just don't. I, I don't want to see. I don't want it to be called the WWE Universal Championship. Belt. Right. You know what I mean? The way they did the WWE World Heavyweight Title. I, I hate when people do that. By the way, when when we go. Into- Unless you're going to completely get rid of it. Like if that's the case, I understand. But you just came out with this other title. Like you can't get rid of it yet. Right. Like NXT, they got rid of it. Now it's just the North American Champion. That's it. Boom, done. Cruiserweight division, over. 205 live. <laughs> puts. <laughs> puts. Um, I, I do hate, by the way, when people do the, uh, it makes me feel so so much more older than I am. Uh, the I, the uh, We are the same amount of space or time away from a certain thing. So like. Oh, what was it? 1990 and 2040, I think it was. Now we're, we're, we're further away f- time-wise from 85 to 55 when Marty went back to the future. We are further away from time than that. From 
from uh, 2015 to 85. So now we are, because that was 30 years either, both ways. Okay. So now we're 36 years on the other end. So now. Wow. Yeah. That's depressing. <laughs> Just depressing. Digress. We have so much more to talk about. You are sure. a nerd. Okay. <laughs> we have a wrestling podcast. Are you shitting me right now? You I know. Kidding I me know. right now with your Power Rangers, your let's, Power let's... Rangers hat on. Are you fucking kidding me? God nervous. damn it! I should have worn the fucking sports one. <laughs> you have the mask. You have the black hat on. Shout out to, <laughs> shout, shout out to the black. Shout out to the Black Ranger. All right, let's move, moving on. Um, <laughs> all I'm saying is, uh, you got fucking all three. I do. Back to the I, Future posters behind you, dude. I have. And all I got are a couple hats and a window. Okay, but in a window. <laughs> in a window. I have pops galore. I'm nerded out in this entire house. I have no shame in that whatsoever. But you calling me a nerd while you have on a Power Rangers hat is just the epitome of hypocrisy. Hearsay. Nerd. <laughs> Touche. All right. Let's... <laughs> Moving on. All right. So uh, speaking of who was supposed to win, um, there were reports that Biggie was supposed to retain. But according to, uh, 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 if I had a name here, I had it here. Dave Meltzer, that guy, uh, Wrestling Observer. He wrote in Sports Illustrated that uh, Seth Rollins was supposed to be the one that was to uh, win the belt. Um, Reigns had I mean, no Reigns. Reigns did have uh, COVID. He tested positive. Rollins had tested positive uh, only about a week or so before. Um, had their fatal five way. Beast won, uh, according to Dave Meltzer. The original script uh, qu- quote from him: "The original script plan for the show was for Biggie to lose the championship, but to Seth Rollins." Which tested positive for COVID nineteen last week, and the champion instead lost his title to Lesnar as a result of another positive test. So COVID screwing Seth Rollins twice in the span of two weeks. Um, uh, let's see here, winning the gold ringside. Okay, so they they learned that WWE's plans for WrestleMania did not change with Brock Lesnar winning the gold. If anything, we were told that the company said it will enhance the ongoing storyline. And that only means to me that now Roman is going to keep his title until Mania. I don't. And now I I I, I, I firmly believe Roman was supposed to lose the title at day one. I still see that. Uh, I, I I think this is this is a way to get Lashley back with the belt. Um, it, but it, now here's the thing. Now this is a way where. Oh, you say Lashley? I'm sorry, but this is a way where now Brock has a belt, mm-hmm. and now Roman could dethrone that 500 and whatever number that that Brock has with the title. Mm. Right. I think that's why that's why they said it, it will only enhance it now. But but wouldn't it be already broken by Mania at that point? Yes, right. But now he goes into the lo- the two longest reigning champions in modern day history. Yes, modern day. History. Outside of Bruno, right. everybody knows. Sure. They're going to be able to go title for title. I think that's the whole point of it now. Hmm. That's the Brock Lesnar of it now. Interesting. I don't know. I I, I feel like there's there's going to be something something dropped. One of them's going to drop it. I don't see Reigns dropping it. Uh, yeah, Roman's not going to drop. It. And by the way, uh, Raw for the first time in a very long time had a huge uh, viewership spike. Uh, mainly because I of, watched mainly because of Lesnar. We um, can all agree. That when WWE's back is against the wall, that's when they produce their best content. 
see well, then, Monday Night Wars. <laughs> well, then they should have uh, been doing that during uh, COVID too, because that was some of the shittiest. Uh, 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 they uh, did the best they could. Okay. All right. All right, company guy. All right, there, company guy. Um, let's see here. Uh, I have ne- I've been to no wrestling shows up until 2021, and the first four that I go to are AEW shows. And I'm the company man. You just went to WWE's holiday tour that wasn't even televised. They're still good. <laughs> still at watch. least, at least most of the people I know aren't just straight WWE shows. You know who I'm talking about. You're gonna start some shit. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. You're gonna start some shit. Listen, the both of yins. <laughs> You're gonna start some shit. You um, can't get me in the morning. I'm all hyper and shit. <laughs> really? Good God! Start shooting from the hip, brother. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I can't wait to see you later. So you can be like, so this is what Robin's definitely saying. <laughs> they hate your guts, and uh, this is why. <laughs> and they're also glad you don't show up on the Zoom calls because you're because <laughs> you're an overall dick. Uh, let's see here. I'm just saying anything Monday Night Raw. Uh, yeah, this this 24 seven thing. I, I I immediately took a very long bathroom break uh, with that one. I, I I just don't get it. I understand how people see this as, as entertaining. Um, Becky Lynch. Beating the shit out of Belair and Morgan, uh, Rhea Ripley needs to get out of this tag team immediately. Um, Street Profits beat, beating Cruz and Aziz, how, how the mighty have fallen. Damian Priest beating Ziggler. We established the Phoenix and Edge versus uh, Maurice and Miz match for Royal Rumble. Uh, Omos defeating AJ Styles, um, which we saw at the Holiday Tour, the aforementioned Holiday Tour, uh, and uh, Styles actually took. Took the win on that, but it got his ass kicked. Uh, and then Lashley getting the uh, the win in the Fatal 4-Way. And the actual match that we were supposed to get, <laughs> we, we got it on Monday Night Raw. That's how you shift last second. That's how you, you make a, a storyline that fell apart. Uh, just do it again, because why not? Because I we, am because very we, happy with... We get Rhea Ripley versus uh, uh, the, and Ash versus the Tag Team Champs for another week. We can do this for the fifth yeah. week, 15th week in a row. We can, we can rehash... Uh, uh, main events that were supposed to happen. I'm very happy with Bobby Lashley winning that fatal four way. Yeah, me too. I'm a, Lashley versus Lesnar is, I mean, it's going to be the main event. I, I, I that, the shitty part about the day, the main event of day one, is I was not looking forward to anything that the champion was doing. I just wanted to see how the champion survived. The number one thing I looked forward to that day was seeing Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley in the same ring. At the same time. Yeah. It oh. has never happened before. Finally got it. Now we get a one-on-one contest. And I swear to Christ, if someone gets added to that match, <laughs> I am never going to... No, I'm not going to say I'm still going to watch it. I have a show to do. It's right. It's I right. am going to be very pissed off, Vince. Or, or what you do watch of it. What? You heard me. Oh, how dare you. Sir. How dare I. Uh, listen. This will be the first time, as you mentioned. This this should go forward. It's not going to be the only time. This will be the first time. It won't be the only time because of WWE. And you know, at some point in in their string, maybe Lashley won't win at Rumble, but he'll win some point. Um, I, I you keep saying that things would be a belt versus belt thing. I I, I don't see that happening. But hear um, me out. 
let's say it's not a belt versus belt. Mm. And they kind of just further the storyline little by little. And then they go away for a little bit. They'll come back to the Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns of it all. Mm. In of the it end. all. Of it all. Yes. Um, what do you think about this for main events of WrestleMania? Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar as one of the main events that should be for the WWE title. It should be the main event, yes. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say some schmoz happens at the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. and they push it forward because I'm pretty sure the only one on deck after Mania, after Royal Rumble is like Mania. There might be one in between there instead of the normal two. Okay. They have a really, they, they cut back on the pay-per-views this year. They did. But there's usually yeah there's usually two you usually get there's like, no elimination chambers my point oh okay I'm almost certain so if you have at the Royal Rumble you have Seth Rollins win that you go into mm-hmm. the next month or two wondering who Seth is going to pick is Seth going to insert himself and go after Brock even though Brock's in a storyline with Bobby. Mm. Or is Seth going... I'm sorry. I heard that. It's wow, early Jesus. in the morning. I haven't eaten the power of Christ compels you. Good God. I told you. I swear to Christ. That's it's what happens. Good, get some food. Yeah, it's good. Maybe we get struck down by lightning. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, please don't. Please, I'm sorry. <laughs> by the way, there's there's one, you're, you're right. There's one pay-per-view, and it's in February before Mania. Exactly. Right. Great balls of fire, I'm pretty sure. Oh, good God. Um, <laughs> it's the worst name ever. If you have Seth Rollins win the Royal Rumble... Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. Though, as he officially joke. changed his name. So stupid. Go ahead. I'm okay with that. I'm sure you were. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if stupid. you have Seth freaking Rollins win the Royal Rumble, uh, play out who he, he doesn't know who he's going to face for a couple months. And then he announces that he is going to go after Roman. Okay. Those are two main events that are guaranteed to sell a place out. And I would like to think that by selling those places out, it would be the AT&T Stadium in Dallas, Texas. Yes. For the, the apparently night two, I would assume that they would be. And Roman would be night two. Against Brock Lesnar. No. Well, yes. That's, depending that's, on that's which storyline you go to. That, it, it, it won't be Rollins. Rollins will All be... I know is at the end of that Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns match where Roman wins both titles, if I don't hear... Here we go. If you smell... You, you won't. <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> you won't. Why not? I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> you know what? I'll yeah. save it for the Monday after. Okay. The Monday after Mania, if you don't hear, if you smell, what the rock and sock. Imagine. <laughs> they, too, come they both come out. And instead of challenging Roman, they challenge the Usos for the SmackDown yeah. titles. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is why you're not a writer. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> we're wasting him I on this. I a writer during the 90s, brother. We're, waiting, we're wasting him on this bullshit. Um, let's, let's get on to NXT, uh, wrap things up here. Uh, New Year's Evil. Starting things off with Hayes versus Strong, and great match. Carmelo Hayes, man, has come is just like. Remember, he came out and it's like the, like last year he was he won that he uh, was in the breakout tournament, the breakout tournament, and he won the breakout yeah. tournament. Now, now he's the unified champ. Yeah, he's Damn. now the NXT North American champion with no cruiserweight. Okay. Or is it the NXT North American champion that also has a two hundred five weight count? <laughs> 
he um yeah so he took <laughs> we beat Roderick Strong who um he while on his back is like I'm going to AEW um <laughs> he really shouldn't because again we we established the fact that he finally has his own faction he should probably just stay where he is my um, wife's there my friends are there everybody I know is there oh, what my, the fuck oh my friends are there me Jake Atlas is there Jake you Atlas. think they wouldn't have me Jake Atlas just signed <laughs> with AEW. Uh, I'm telling you, they're poaching NXT. NXT has become AEW's like farm system <laughs> to just yeah, poach yeah. people it's from. It's their AAA. It's the AAA. Uh, let's see here. Uh, ba, ba, da, ba, ba. Grayson Waller setting a date for AJ Styles next week, um, which I thought was supposed to be last night. I really did think, but I, apparently it was it was only promoted as the two of them meet. It wasn't a match. Right. Um, Imperium taking on MSK and Riddle. Uh, I, I love the fact that Riddle has somehow magically flipped. The love of MSK from hatred to love, and, and he did that all just because he was there and involved. Um, yep. This was a, I mean, this was a, a fun match. It wasn't like anything serious. Uh, Walter kind of was like in and out, um, not really too much in because he would have just dominated everybody. But uh, MSK and Riddle take the take the win. Nice little throwaway match. Uh, Randy Rose versus Raquel Gonzalez versus Cora Jade <sighs> for the oof. For the uh, women's title, uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, first of all, for Raquel Gonzalez on that motorcycle. She's got bunda. She does, but she was <laughs> so scared last night of that motorcycle. You could just tell that she was so, she she whiskey, whiskey throttled it at one point, kind of just like flew. She was uh, coming around those turns with that big bike. That's a little scary. I'm sure you, she practiced a couple times. Fun fact: I'm uh, pretty sure that's bronze. I'm probably sure it is. Just now, I'm like almost certain it is. Like, listen, baby. Don't crash this, this bike, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> Don't crash this bike. All right. Uh, before you get off, you have to make sure the kickstand is kick down. The kickstand is down. Make sure. Please be sure before it goes rubbing into the You don't have stage. to change first gear. Rim, rim, rim. First <laughs> gear. That's fine. Uh, Cora Jade. Um, still very green. Still still very, very green. Uh, you can see in some of the moves that she had. Mandy Rose, the best possible move she could have made was going to NXT. And, yes. and and becoming a, a the women's champion of all of all a things. main event superstar now she is she is uh, Von Wagner is I can see why McMahon did not want him on the on the main roster um, because he's throwing children out of the fucking stands that was a child <laughs> that was a child that was a child like it, go back that person in the gray sweatshirt mm. that was a child that was like a teenager. And not in like the above teens, the lower teens. He looks like uh, I just equate him to the, like the Geico uh, Neanderthal commercials. Okay, I'm so happy you said that. Can we both agree he has no forehead? He has no forehead. If if anything, it's a it's like a slope. it goes face <laughs> ski slope hair. <laughs> I want to I want to ski off his forehead. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's an amazing uh, cliffhanger. It really is. Literally and figuratively. And then Tommaso Ciampa versus Braun Breaker. Um, for the title. Wow. That's all I have to say for that match. Just, that, wow. Not, going, first of all, I love the idea of having no commercials, no commercial breaks for a title match. I think that should be mm-hmm. for at, at everything. Everything you have, yes. put put a, a bottom third on for a sponsor, have the match. Like Even if you, if you have to do it, have the match. You didn't have to do it with this. but Or do a reverse picture-in-picture. Picture. Or do a reverse picture-in-picture. Picture. Have the commercials go on with no sound. Well, no, you can't do that because they're paying for that. 
You still watch it. No, you're not going to watch that. You're going to watch the match. That's why they put it in smaller because they, they're paying all this money for their airtime for 30 seconds. Oh, you're going to be looking like, oh, my God. And then you're going to go, oh, stamps.com. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for some Interesting. <laughs> I, can, I can have a regular rotation of stamps come through. Uh, Braun Breaker won. And uh, I don't know if I was shocked by this, but damn, NXT... If they did not go through and just wipe the slate clean of every old person that could possibly have belts in NXT, they did that in a, in a blow-up way with New Year's Evil. Like, they just put the stamp on that. They put the stamp on it before beforehand when Braun Breaker came through and they had the, the gold X there and he kicked it, kicked through it. And basically, yeah. the representation of the old NXT is gone in that kick, which kind of made me yeah. sad. Made me a little sad because I... Didn't haven't watched NXT as long as you have, but I I've grown to love NXT and the black mm-hmm. and gold brand. And so when he kicked that, and and now we're he's he's now the new face of this er, new era in 2.0, the the rainbow era of NXT. Um, it, it's it, it's it, it broke my heart a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I don't know, but Braun Breaker won as his his daddy Rick came in the ring afterwards. I saw uh, that, and that uh, was a real nice moment. That was a nice moment. So yeah, we have a new champ and we have a new a new direction for 2022, and that is uh, Braun Breaker. It is the era of the dog. It is the era of the dog it, again. A good match to have without commercials. Like the idea of no commercials for a title match should be a thing going forward. Absolutely, you guys figured it out 100. You guys figured out since you're in the business. <laughs> but uh, as far as having having sponsors again, you could do it on the bottom third. As far as just like a, a tagline on the bottom, but. Keep keep it the way that that was because that that definitely made the match that much better in not having commercials, um, and then the reverse is going back and forth. It was just it was a, it was a great a great match, uh, the best match of the night. And so we have a new champ. Uh, by the way, if you have not done so already, follow Gigi Dolan on uh, on Twitter because good God, <laughs> you want to talk about it? smoke freaking show? I mean, it's just it's insane how. Come on, fill the time. Fill the time. Nerd that booty. Show me the booty. Just go on Gigi Dolan uh, Twitter, and she posted a bikini photo for congratulating uh, Mandy Rose on her win. Um, so there was that. Shout out to uh, Darby Allen for that's his ex-wife. I'm pretty sure. Well, shout out to Darby Allen. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, shout out. They're not together anymore. So why would I shout her? Because they were at one point. So shout out to him. Becky Lynch. My last thing I will say. Uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, is looking to have a match with Dewdrop at Royal Rumble. I mean, you have to. I'd be okay with that, but only up. if it makes her go back to Piper Niven. I'll go back to Piper Niven. Change his damn name and go back to Piper Niven, where you know, it was a respectable name. She's she's a really good wrestler. I just feel like the name just does so much damage for her. Yeah. Um, so is that? Yep. Uh, I mentioned Gigi Dolan. Uh, oh, last thing. Let's let's really quickly talk about uh, uh, the street fight. Yes, the street fight. Please. So Rampage had, uh, for New Year's Smash, had a street fight with Anna Jay and Conti taking on Penelope Ford and the Bunny. Go. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's all I wanted to say was, wow, they did an amazing job. Uh, it's, uh, Anna Jay had put, the finish of the match was Anna Jay had a barbed wire around her arm and put Bunny in the Queen Slayer submission. And that was just wow. That I've never seen innovation like that. I don't think, at least not to my knowledge. But it was just an and then the Gotch style pile driver with with Tay Conti off the off the apron onto the thing. And I just want to say that I know you love Penelope Ford and all, but like 
I, I didn't say she's, I love her for her wrestling prowess because I this, okay, this match okay, all right, all right. this match just proved that she is for even for all the time and 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 equity that she's put in the ring. Man, she's still got a long way to go. And it's crazy that Ricochet, um, the way Ricochet broke Ridge Holland's nose, you go, that is a freak accident. Like that should he just under rotated or whatever. Mm-hmm. You you see the way that Penelope Ford landed on Ty on on that table. Yeah, she should have broken her jaw. She broke a nail. She was very upset. I'd like to. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> um, now the other the other thing I want to point out is the thumbtacks. Anytime that I don't know why, anytime thumbtacks come out, but anytime women go through thumbtacks, I'm like, good for you. I couldn't even do that. I know. I know. It's crazy. It's di- it's a different different sense of crazy when you become a pro- professional wrestler. It really is like you just Ugh. you have to do stuff that you want to stand out. Like that's the kind of thing they have to do to stand out. Um, yeah, you know, do the do hell. The, it made Britt Baker world champion. It made Britt much. Baker world champion. Uh, get into a and hell, it got Thunder Rosa a contract. In AEW. Get into a Hell in a Cell with Undertaker and your Randy Orton, and you take your your receipts as Taker put them. Uh, take your receipts so you have the respect in the backstage area. Like that's the kind of thing you got to do. And so I guarantee you, Bunny went backstage with that face. That she had in the crimson mask, uh, as JR would put it. Um, a and, crimson mask. It's <laughs> pretty good. Uh, and got, got all the respect in the world backstage. And so do what you got to do, man. You, you do what you got to do. Uh, I love that Tay got busted open. But like the way she just decided to smear all the blood on her face. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. She wasn't cons- consecutive, consistently bleeding. There, there it is. There it is. Like uh, the way the bunny was, uh-huh. but it, that was just a funny sight to me. Uh, that is it. So, a couple hours, I will be seeing you. We're heading over to uh, Prudential for AEW Dynamite. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know if you're going to be there or if, or if you were there. I'm sure you'll hear this after the fact. But uh, let us know if you were there. Um, if you are going. I just want to see Dusty again. I just, <laughs> yeah, we the same fan comes dress, dressed up as Dusty for all the AEW events. Um if you did hear this, uh, and, and you're going to uh, uh, you're going to Prudential uh, today, if you're listening to this a, a day of, uh, parking sucks. So get there early. Um, other than that, good luck, buddy. Yeah, good luck with that. Other than that, enjoy the show. Enjoy this show. Please hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you think. As far as everything with day one and all things AEW, uh, that's it. I am going to go and uh, sign up for AARP. But in the meantime. <laughs> See you guys tonight. My name is Chris Mindell. I'm playing myself out. There you go, buddy. There it is. One of the best birthday songs there out there. <laughs> I'm playing myself out. My name is Chris Mindell. Another year older tomorrow. That is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, see you tonight. Chris, happy birthday, buddy. Thanks, man.
the Sons of Slam podcast.